fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, 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 hi. What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, February 23rd, 2014. This is episode 147 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. And I'm Kyle. Back for another Sunday. Yay. Just cold chill. I'll tell you, if I'm a little beat, it's because I'm beat. Uh, so I, there, I'm just going to set that I right there. I hear you whining right now. It's but you been at least such need a to long... explain yourself. You if I fall say, asleep here on the show. Okay, so... We, it, it's winter time here, and the only way to like not kill yourself in the winter is to do winter sports. And so I've been snowboarding and uh, lately snowmobiling, and so uh, yeah, did a, did some hill climbing. And contrary to what people think, that snowmobiling is just sitting on a machine and like pushing a a thing. I use muscle. I felt like the first day of snowboarding after like a few years of not doing it. Like I've never muscles done that it you before. never use that you just now used and you're sore. It was like that. Oh, okay. Snowmobiling so kind of like quad riding or dirt bike riding. Horseback riding, horseback is, riding, I guess, because some of the you kind of like post and go with the sled because the trail sometimes gets bore out. And is the anyway, suspension pretty? Decent yeah, good. On those? But I when mean, the trail is like this, after a few hundred right. snowmobilers have been on it all day, and it doesn't sure. get gr- so. Neither here nor there. I'm just I'm fucking beat. This so. is like first world problem. <laughs> I know. It, it's okay, we, man. It we, meanwhile, in the Ukraine, meanwhile, it's on, on fire. Are, yeah. Well, but if it was snowing there, you guys could have participated too, I guess. Yes, but. absolutely. So uh, what is happening? You got to fill me in because I've, I've heard bits and pieces, and I'm sure none of this has to do with marijuana. It but all has we to do should... with marijuana because uh, no, nothing at all. Sorry, guys. Just up, I don't uprising. Mean, I don't. Yeah, is absolute uprising. It's their turn now. Yes, okay. just the people's uprising. They're they're marching. They're in the streets. They're well, lighting luck, lots guys. of tires Definitely. on fire, and it's like it's it's an apocalypse for people who are there right now. Oh, I bet it is war zone. Yeah, but yeah, we it, nothing to do with weed. It's uh, yeah. People you give us the streets, call though, if man. you want to if you want to talk about what's going on in your spot. Four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. That's the number. And watch us live usually on Sundays. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. There's a chat room there. If you're afraid to call, you can just type words right there. Yeah, you uh, can always email us too. Uh, yeah. Speaking of email, we got an email from Darren out in Oklahoma. You know, from his on the last or last episode from his iPhone. We mentioned Oklahoma being a border uh, state. Wanting to, you know, get theirs. He says, uh, hey, guys, love the show. You were talking about Oklahoma this week, and I live in this great state. But when I write my local legislators about cannabis, they simply do not reply. That's common. Uh, sure. That's common. Uh, I'm just venting here. What you need to do is actually call them, <laughs> Fig- you know, get the number, and then. And then if you can text them, emails, that would even be I better. I mean, spam filters, I'm sure they're like anything with the word marijuana, send that shit to the spam filter but if you call them you actually get somebody and then you can be like as a constituent in this district of this great state or whatever bs uh i want to see this or i don't want to see that and then they will sure good listen the best ways to get through to your local legislators better than email for sure but i mean unless you can get like a few million people to send a few hundred thousand emails then they kind of notice that but i mean phone calls are are generally the best so sure Uh, he says i'm just venting here but if you get caught in oklahoma with a keef screen in your grinder they could potentially charge you with hash manufacturing with a sentence maximum sentence of life in prison uh, love the show. Keep up the good work, Darren. Life my sentence. Life sentence. For having some keef in your grinder because maybe you smoke spliffs or joints or or whatever. Or anything. <laughs> That's crazy, though. Everybody's got keef. Keef is wonderful, people. If you don't have a three uh, keef screen in your grinder, then you're missing out. But... Do you want to give them a little tip that you told me about that I I didn't even know? It's kind of a smoke less now, have more keef later kind of kind sure. of mentality. But it put, also though it helps it break up more for absolutely. when you roll splits, which yes. I also liked. Yeah. So, so if you have a grinder, it uh, doesn't matter the size size of the grinder, size of the coin. Just throw a coin in your herb catcher. I use a dime. 
and you shake that shit up. Okay, shake, shake it up. up. Shake, shake it up. up. Shake it up, moneymaker. Uh, and then up. when you open the bottom screen, you notice magic dust. Just a magical pixie dust, like a Tinkerbell lot. went in there and just took a shit yeah. in your key screen. It's Pretty awesome. Much. So, yeah, just a wonderful stoner pro tip. Thank you, Reddit. Is that worth life in prison? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, it, it's somebody Jesus needs to Christ, change some. Man. I'm some, sorry you have to endure this, Darren. I'm sorry but, you have to endure this, and then the next state over, like it doesn't even matter. You can buy bags and you bags cross this and bags invisible of line. And it's like, and we're gonna talk about that. Actually, we'll we'll start uh, off. And thank you. Uh, send all the emails. All of the emails send to info at hotboxpodcast.com. Absolutely. Thanks, we'll Darren. talk about it on the show. Uh, so you uh, threw something in the dock about uh, an interesting study because you always hear that the one of the stupid arguments from the anti-legalization uh, people is always like, well, as soon as these stores start opening up, you're, it's going to turn into a ghetto and it's going to be just trash and the drugs. Crime and will the rise. crime will rise and rapes and murders and cats and dogs living together. Massive. I mean, just ridiculous. Not right? according to science. Not according to science. Uh, the actual Kyle, numbers uh, on, what is this, Denver Westworld. 275 dispensaries they studied uh, in lower income areas, right? Yes, yes. But it's not necessarily even in lower income areas. They're they're just around the central hubs where you would go for your major retail stores. Or right. just and any so, retail location, it's typically going to be more urban. And so the crime population has already rised in right. that area. But when they did these these studies and they actually went out and started looking at the numbers, uh, not the case. And the question they asked was, uh, you know, does a medical marijuana dispensary in the Denver area have any more impact on its neighborhood than a coffee shop or a drugstore? And they're saying that it does not. Uh, The University of Colorado did this. Uh, These findings counter the constant negative messages coming from law enforcement and anti-cannabis crusaders. And apparently even the researchers were shocked by the results. Not only shocked, man, they went back and checked again. They looked they, at they looked at it like two or three times trying to run through the, the numbers like no, this can't be right, guys. This can't be right. Let's check again. All these stoners they're not out there beating people and you know, stealing shit. No. This says not. this the study looked at ways race, ethnicity, and economic status played into the location of the centers themselves, with researchers taking the position that the 275 dispensaries they studied were largely located in lower-income areas. And while the findings show that dispensaries are more likely to be located in areas that have higher rates of criminal activity, that's simply a matter of logistics. Crime generally occurs more often near commercial retail areas, and dispensaries are zoned as retail centers. Plus, the places that they're zoned, that they're not allowed to be in, right? So... You're going to have less crime in a school zone because the fines doubled. I mean, everything is way worse if it happens in a school zone. You're also not allowed to have these in school zones or within a certain amount of feet from the school. So if, if people are going by the law, those we're, not talk, we're not calculating in the people who are who are outside of regulations. No, we're talking about legal recreation. Right. Everybody who is legit on the up, up and up doing everything that they're supposed to be doing correctly. And what? And they're saying it, there was a 2012 study that dispensaries in Sacramento did using police compiled crime statistics, and it also showed no increase in crime whatsoever near the shops. So, well, that's awesome. It's just more. They more did of notice, this. though. This is kind of interesting that because of the nature of the marijuana businesses, you know, selling the marijuana and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, they say that any crimes that did occur tended to receive more media attention than a similar robbery of a dry cleaner or gas station. Marijuana. Which is interesting, because if, if you go to, like, news.google.com and in the search box, type in OxyContin and, like, watch the list <laughs> of pharmacy robberies that have that keyword in there. And it's, I guarantee it's way more than than what you would read here. But 
you when this happens, it's way like blown up. Like, look, finally proof. This the is pot the waiting. killed this person. Like, okay, uh, yeah, they not... just they've been waiting. You know, it's like I said last time. They've been waiting around Colorado with right, with a right, stick, right, just yeah. waiting for something to go on. And Something's so, gonna happen. It's a headline. Something's it, gonna happen, and when it does, this experiment is over. Shut this shit down. Yes, I told you, Reefer Madness is back, and we were right. They made me crazy. <laughs> Uh, it says, even in Los Angeles, where dispensaries have flourished for years, police department studies showed that banks were about four times more likely to be targeted than dispensaries. Uh, according to the FBI, there were 170 bank robberies in Denver in 2011, a number far higher than the total for dispensary robberies. But in counter logistics, we could always say that if you put marijuana ne- marijuana stores, retail stores next to banks, they would actually be less likely to be robbed. So save a bank, open a store. That didn't make sense at all. Sorry. <laughs> Can we have the dispensary in the bank? Yes, that's perfect. Uh, well, they I, say that uh, some argue that crime actually decreases around medical marijuana centers in part due to the increased security camera surveillance as well as security guards at certain shops, which I guess that makes sense. I mean, if you know there's there's cameras there, obviously, sure. you're, you're there, gonna there's be, always increased security. You're going to go for the low hanging fruit and hit the dispensary that's in the other side of the ghetto with no mm-hmm. cameras yet, or so, you know, something like that. I like the comments. I think there have been more church break ins and robberies this year than dispensaries. Maybe we should zone churches now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's cool, Denver. This is in awesome. some not so cool. I, I don't know. I'm curious what you think about this. So okay. uh, the sales tax thing happening, right, in, in Colorado. Uh, the headline here is Colorado governor projects millions in pot tax and sales revenue. Awesome. And you could totally – that's totally cool. Wonderful. But how are they hitting their millions with a 21.12% sales tax? So your grams are almost $20 and your eighths are back to $50? I'm cool with that. Are you happy paying $50 totally an eighth that. again? I, absolutely. Really? 100%, yes. As somebody who I has grown and knows the time that. and effort that's put into this, it's putting more value into the crop. And if this is, again, But I it's not. Entre- it has nothing to do with the crop. That's all the government tacking on money on top of that. So the the dispensary people have to with the With price more to people growing, with more people Passing growing, the, the price has us. been going down. I remember paying 20 bucks a gram, you know, when I was growing up. And, you know, even yeah, down at the we dispensaries. Were kids. In the, even in the I dispensaries I remember writing letters man. and sending them through the mail. That doesn't when, mean, like, we still fucking do it. Sure. But when I was down in California, man, that was the average price. It was 20 bucks a gram you know even at the local dispensaries and they have an abundance of weed so it's not there's no shortages happening because there's so yeah. many growers so many I dispensaries so many things that are going on so, side as long as like the medical side can stay lower right because those people actually need it for medicine well, that, you're it, not just smoking it to smoke that's it. where the dispensaries but 21 percent you know that's like that's a lot of money good, i mean good it, it's the it's exactly what they should be doing for cigarettes it's exactly what they should be doing for alcohol it's exactly what they should be doing for any of these you don't smoke a drink or do anything that i know that's, this is another ally if we're going to treat this like recreation if we're going to yeah. treat this like a recreational use then we need to tax it like a recreational use i'm totally fine with this because look at what's going but on. where what does is, it reach the point where where it's too much and people will go back to the black market. I'd say 21% is pretty Most, damn close to thing. that point. Most of the black market is if you in, take and legitimize an industry, the black market goes away. This is why the cartels are being hit so hard down in Mexico. You legitimize it. You tax it. You pull the revenue that was going into the black market and taking all of these, you know, the shady nature out of the industry then there's no need for a black market. It's legal. But there is when the government drives the price up with 21%. They're not driving the price up. It's Who's, still saying $50 eighths. And that's an, what I'm saying is that's a decent So what price. happens next year when they're $100 eighths? I, I don't think that that's going to happen because they're showing it right okay. now in Colorado where there's 247 dispensaries. Well, you couldn't are, just start at 50 or at $100 eighths. Obviously, you have yeah, to work your way up to them slowly. Uh, of course. I don't I don't necessarily see that happening in realistic, you know, in real business terms. You're not going to see this inflation. 
No, because but the more you can grow, grow up, it's going to go from twenty one point twelve to twenty two to twenty five to twenty eight. Well, we saw it up here, up here that there was the price wars that started happening where it didn't happen. The more we got up here, even with the taxes on medical marijuana in all of the in all of the states, there's still tax on medical marijuana. There is. It's there. And it did not drive the inflation that we were expecting it to. We thought with the more we found that with and this is what they're saying here. And this is how much money is coming in from this. Uh, what, what is the the expected poll? Uh, one, 134 million. And this is I, I mean, OK, it it's good where it's going million. and everything. It just seems like that's kind of steep. Like I was thinking maybe two, three bucks a bag, not like 20 uh, percent. But. That that's fine. I, Whatever it, they it, voted for it, it's they approved be just, the heavy taxes on the recreational weed, absolutely. and that's fine. It's going. They say the the state law says the first forty million must go towards uh, excise taxes towards school construction, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, Twenty staying local. That's all of this money is staying local and reinflating their economy. This is what's going on in California with the real estate and things. Washington. Like they're expecting one hundred ninety million. Over a four-year period starting in mid-2015. So all of this money where all of these states are really, really hurting and really relying more and more on the federal government to be able to subsidize yeah, their states. I'm totally down with that. I'm just back. worried that it's going to get to a point where it will create a new other black market. That's I see it as bringing the black market out, man. When you're I, I used really to paying do. 20 $25 eights, and then all of a sudden it's like, pow, $50 eights. And I get it's a price to pay to like stay legal and not go to jail for it and everything, but uh, well, I don't know. It's, that, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope, you guys. It's not. It's worth it, man. Yeah, It's it, so it worth is, it. it is. It's so okay. worth it to be able to revitalize the community that you're yeah. in because you know that right yeah. away Colorado's got $40 million bucks to be able to subsidize their own schooling system right there off That's the top. That's true, and I guess if I had to, I would just go get a job at one of those places, and then I would just like get free weeds. So or you, you start, or you start growing your own. <laughs> How hard is it to grow weed, guys? And start your own business and start doing this yourself and be able to really truly inflate the market to be able to put all of the contribute, contribute to the movement. Don't just leech off of it. Be here. We're doing this podcast talking about all of this stuff, so more and more people can be aware of it. It is worth the money everybody's going to be buying anyways even the market uh, the black market it, when it skyrocketed when we were growing up it better and down be in California. some damn good weed for 50 dollars if if you're able to it's not hard to grow good weed <laughs> no i know i'm it's just not. saying like if there's time and energy and effort put into it i'm not going to minimize that i mean i've gone through this process myself a few times i understand that there's a huge error margin margin when and you're if one growing thing gets quality, fucked up, it's quite easy for it to all get fucked up. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I, I get that. For months and months and months, it's so, just and it's, in comparison when when the price fluctuates so drastically like that. It's it's it seems like a step backwards to get back up to that point again. But to be back up at that point with full legalization recreationally, that that is a pretty sure. cool step. I just sure. I don't want to see it get to sixty and then get to eighty and then get to a hundred, you know. Well, and at that point you're gonna see where pe- more and more people are going to want to get involved in this because they see more dollar dollar bills and trying sure. to you know raise it to that because at that point it you can tax twenty bucks a gram. You can tax twenty bucks a gram and take twenty percent out of that and still have enough of a profit margin to be able to float your business and to be able to have a really legitimate income. And honestly, the the only way that would have passed probably was with that in mind, right? Absolutely. Having but what I'm saying is the you're not going to start seeing, you know, $40 grams and $50 grams and, or even well, right. the $80 ace and a hundred dollar. But doesn't that seem like something that. that seems like exactly something the government would do just to be dicks, to They're be not like, inflating it, you guys though. want it? All right, now it's a hundred bucks a gram. Now it's two hundred bucks a gram. Well, they did. They're doing that with tobacco. I mean, tobacco started off. You remember with, when OGs no... were like a buck a pack, and we were yeah. like fifteen, smoking the shit out of them. Oh man! Like it, now that's like what seven fifty a pack, seven bucks a pack. Fifty. I quit two years I smoke ago. Rollies, and so. they're like. They used to be three or four dollars a bag, right? And now what they're they like nine fifty. Oh like my god! Literally nine fifty. See, a bag. that does kind of hurt, but I'm I'm all for people stopping smoking. Tobacco. I'm not. I've I've kind of I've been smoking these things, these these the, blues, 
But I quit I, the thing with these those. is that, like, how do you really know what's in here? And they're made in China. Like, China could well, easily be the, trying to kill us with don't these. Don't get that. Don't they're get all, it. those kinds. There are other kinds. They're, they're all the same, though. They no, all they're come not. From the That's same such place. bullshit. You're Find so me wrong. one that is made you, in America. Make, make your own. Find me. Make your own. No, make don't make a little... the fucking blue ones. You take those things, and you can get a rechargeable one. And oh, they have, and make, I mean, yeah, there's legit that's... ones. Those things are the disposable. I like They're garbage. Just, Hot garbage. I'd rather so just get a good smoke. one if you like smoking. But the end lights up blue. Look how cool this And Season two of House of Cards on Netflix. Oh, my God. He smokes I've a blue. Binge that. And I, dude, I, I watched the that. whole thing in like 48 hours. I, I just back to back. I just back to back. It didn't even take me 48 hours. <laughs> I started it at Friday night. to Sunday. Done. Eight o'clock. Yeah. Next season. Done. Bring it on. When are we I'm like ready to Run for president after watching that shit. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. He, oh, we're okay, we can't talk about it yet. We haven't given it enough time. All right, New Mexico. <laughs> this is something you have some um, experience with. Okay, uh, where's... So, what is this? In New Mexico, in New a Mexico. growing number of veterans suffering from PTSD are using medical marijuana to ease their symptoms, even though they risk violating federal drug laws. Yes. And this is yes. something why I say you know something about as far as being a veteran suffering or had suffered from PTSD. I'm sure it's an ongoing thing, right? Once you it never it, goes away. But, you can... but it, it it's very effective, man. I mean, it really, really allows uh, a bit of clarity in the darkness. More or less <laughs> effective or maybe different, I guess it would be, than like a good solid hallucination I see that's so it's so subjective. I can say from my experience that that going on psychedelic journeys have a really long lasting effect. A profound profound, effect. profound effect. And sure. they do have lasting effects, but there are times when you suffer from a a mental disorder. It, it is what it is, man. It's it's PTSD. It's gonna affect me the rest of my life, but it's something that I can manage and you can manage the symptoms and it's just like suffering from depression. And if you know what that's like, you know that the risk of, you know, violating federal law, it's like such a tiny, that alone is in the scheme of being able to, to relax, you know, the illegality of it. And this is where most people talk about the paranoia. Everybody's like, I feel so paranoid. I feel like, oh my God, I smoked this this crazy, crazy, you know, hash and I got... It made me paranoid. No. No, What made you paranoid was worrying that the feds were going to kick your fucking door down and be like, flashbangs, hands on the floor, you know? Well, it's just the fear-based mentality that's that's been associated with weed for so long. And it's... The the more and more we start studying this, like these studies coming out, you know, showing that uh, more and more vets are facing the risk you know what multiplies that in people that are completely non-criminal is worrying about going to a place and being in a system that turns (laughs) them into a criminal yeah immediately that's such a weird thing that happens i get federal benefits i get federal benefits for the rest of my life and i am willing to sacrifice that type of those benefits that i get to be able to have this, and I, so many people say it it's not a medicine, but it is, man. Like the story here, they're talking about someone. This is says, better than Xanax his, every day. His family, this is better than that kind of all the farms that go out there. It's and easier on find, your body, right? At least for me. And I let me clarify that I know some people that are on SSRIs that do beautifully, and they they operate wonderfully, and that is their medicine that helps them cope with their symptoms to be able to get through the day or through the week or through the month. But that only works with certain types and you can get your stuff tested, your genetics, and they'll give you yeah. a list of like what works well if for you, you and what won't. Six G's <laughs> or you know, a government I mean, program. But yeah, yeah. Even in the government program. But don't weed do is something that like overall, I mean, ev- it works for her and you and him and me and I mean, everybody. It seems that the numbers are larger, but the longer that there is this negative uh, fear that's associated with it. We're not going to get accurate statistics. Right. And we talked be about able to this do... a long time ago. There was a veteran in Missoula who was having problem with his housing because of his medical marijuana card. And yeah, they were like I... wanting to take away housing. And it was like a huge thing. Benefits. 
it's it, it's nasty, man. It, yeah, it's all around. It's the like I said, the longer that this uh, fear association with this plant, the cannabis, marijuana, as long as that there's this fear association with it, we're not going to be able to see accurate statistics and in, in hard hard. The more numbers we're seeing that with, with the the more data sets that we have. The more hubs of information that we can gather, we can get real real data on whether or not things are beneficial in a society yeah. or not. And that's we, generational, right? It's all it's the newer generations that know. They're like, we know that that's just dumb old BS. It's not that bad for you. And as soon as those old generations that are still profiting from pushing that, you know, that rhetoric, the, the easier off it'll be to change this kind of stuff. And so that, like, this guy, they, they didn't want to use his name or anything. They say his family doesn't want his name used because they live in a small town and they fear there's a stigma attached to using marijuana, mm-hmm. a stigma that was put there by. All right. Yeah, I feel like this the is powers a, that know, be. circular. The, <laughs> the 26-year-old combat veteran served in the Army from 2009 to 2011. During that time, he says two men in his unit committed suicide. Uh, he said, that's the hardest part. You're here and you have a chance to survive. And yet you take that chance to zero. Uh, when he returned to his hometown, his girlfriend at the time noticed he had symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. She was like, Hey, sometimes you get paranoid. Sometimes you get angry. Sometimes you get frustrated really easy. Uh, it's hard to hear that you do that. It makes you feel like a monster. He said, is that kind of your experience too? Or was yours different? It, it's, you know, you get good days and bad days, man. <laughs> you know, it's life. Life has its waves. You know, some days are awesome. Some days not so awesome. But you you do what you can but, with your environment. You're, and this is all subjective. Some people are sure. so, so different. This is a mental trauma. When, when there is trauma, this is like your arm can't break the same way somebody else's breaks. Sure. It's, you know, you can, of course, take enough, you know, people together and make generalizations but i just uh, yeah good days and bad days (laughs) i mean there are things that treat the help you know i mean this weed has definitely been a huge huge help for me in my life well and like this it says the young veteran from new mexico is reluctant to take prescription drugs after he saw their effect on his older sister another veteran with ptsd uh, he says you'd ask her to get something. It was almost like she was doing it in slow motion. And sometimes she'd slur like she was drunk, but she hasn't. Uh, she wasn't. She was just on the pain meds. She was addicted to the medication. She took a nap one day and just didn't wake up. She was 30. Yeah, like I said, better than Xanax. Yeah. A, that's barb. Xanax, Oxy. I mean, any. There's yeah. Like that I mean, for you look handling at the, this. Just go online and see the amount of just accidental overdoses on on narcotic medication for you know let's just look at the veterans veterans alone i mean when they get out it, it's just it you can't you can't quantify this at this point i mean well you can yeah. quantify it you can but the unfortunate side it's in lives it's in lives and it's really i i'm just it's it's something else people yeah. should get behind. These veterans organizations, uh, they're urging the federal government to allow veterans to use medical marijuana, including veterans for medical cannabis well, access. I, I can say that at the local clinic, at the VA, they, they will say that they will not prescribe, this, they won't prescribe narcotics if you have a medical marijuana card. So if you have a legitimate pain issue where you have... You got to um, keep the card on the down low. <laughs> Well, you just, yeah, this is where people, I, I don't recommend coming at the vets coming at There's just at this point, is there a reason to? Right. Is there? I mean, are honestly, they drug testing you and is it going to cause more problems? You got to be if, careful still. Well, they, and that's what yeah, this says. They reached out to Veterans Affairs. They declined a request for an interview, but in an emailed statement said, quote, marijuana remains illegal. According to federal law, Department of Veterans Affairs providers do not participate in medical marijuana programs, even in states that have made it legal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's that's you know, sad. Most of the time, the doctors, and this is, you know, it comes down to the doctor level. And they, why they are we, why are we stuff, even but... dictating this? Why are we saying what doctors can and cannot use to help people that have been through this? Like, if there's another thing well, there's to a... add to the tool chest, why not 
sure, that's better. There, with all this press, though, this is the problem because it comes back down to doctor level. What are doctors willing to prescribe and what are they willing but to allow? But doctors have a lot on the line, right? If it Absolutely. comes down the wrong yes. side, their practice, their, I mean, everything. Absolutely everything. And that and sucks so, for them that they even have to be in that position to put people's health up against their own well-being. Well, like, my, that's my father-in-law, My father-in-law has a urgent care. Um, he, he owns and runs an urgent care and he has for years and he honestly still takes this Fox news, you know, uh, standard as of, news, as, as actual news, news, as actual news, for entertainment use only. So this, when they, when they send these reporters out to, you know, the cannabis, uh, dispensaries and they have their, they're scoffing. It's like, and the, the high idea of the week and they're loaded know, up with puns. Yeah, it's just it's it's a joke. It's a joke to doctors right now, to, to the mainstream doctors, at least at least it's a joke to him. And he still sees it as, you know, it was funny. He's and this is a huge level of doctors out there right now in the field because they do have so much on the line. They are also, you know, we're not. Well, and also, how many years are you going against doing it a certain way and having pharmaceutical companies and having weed be treated as this evil thing? Like, that's been their mind state for such a long time. It's it's a program. To get them to switch, you almost have to wait for the old ones to retire and the new ones who understand that that whole thing was a racist lie. Who's teaching the new generation? The internet. No. Oh, my God. No, we all are Reddit, Yo, <laughs> can you get a doctorate? Can you practice medicine off of Reddit you then? Can, off of Khan Academy? You can go to WebMD and I could get pretty damn close to diagnosing whatever is okay. you, brother. Well, well, we are talking about when Watson becomes lab on a chip. We'll be able well, to start doing that kind of shit. You'll be but able to supplement. I yes. Actual doctors. Yeah, I'm absolutely. not going to go I, in and have a surgery. But if my bro comes to me, he's like, yo, one of my balls looks all fucked up. Like, I'll help him out. Sure. I'll right. Google it. Right. And that's where it's, it's <laughs> let's, let's take weed at a personal use issue. It's just, can we use it or not? It doesn't. Yes, can, we can. It, it should leave the hands of the doctors. If we There's use enough, it, what's the worst that'll happen? Let's do a little risk management. What's the worst that'll happen? Are you going to die? No. Okay. Well, hey, my, if you don't use it, are you going to die? Yeah, you might. My doctor recommends me take vitamin D in the wintertime to to supplement for the lack of, you know, vitamin <laughs> my D. My shaman recommends I take vitamin D in the wintertime. Uh, everybody, anybody. <laughs> so you can get recommendations for from sure. doctors to take vitamins. I don't see why it wouldn't continue in the same light like... This, uh, this as a national, preventative, right? Well, it's like the National uh, Epilepsy Foundation calls for increased access to medical marijuana to start studying it. As, seizures. A lot uh, of this stuff has to do with people who have kids whose kids are having these crazy seizures for some reason. Yes. And this is something that that totally helps. So there's big movements sure. in the medical And you know movement. who are the loudest uh, speakers for the movement? The people that have to see this firsthand and that have kids that go through these seizures and that have seen when they are given these extracts and everything that they go for months and well, not it was have enough to one. change like Doctor Sanjay it. Gupta's mind. right, exactly. I mean, his sixty minutes article or his whole interview was about I was wrong, I was absolutely one hundred percent wrong, and it was a, a beautiful piece that was done on it. Excellent, positive media uh, is happening in the medical movement, so. I the more and more data comes in and I I do see that this is going to change soon. I really hope for for veterans access 100 percent in general, just all around. Anybody should just be able to take it like it's vitamin D. I'm sorry, but you can't and keep me from going to a vitamin store and picking up, you know, uh, calcium, what, whatever I need to supplement if I'm not getting it in my regular, you know, uh, what I feel to be an optimal state. Right. I find cannabis to bring me into an optimal optimal state, not a couch locked, medicated. I'm sorry, it it doesn't affect me that way. Right. It, some people it does. Some people it does a completely different thing. It also, I mean, it's subjective. But also, what practice you're makes too. perfect. Our bodies are, they know how that's going to feel. You're not going to get sure. the couch lock. If you have to be doing something, <laughs> I call this my normal operating temperature is yeah, about, exactly. you know, two bowls in yes. exactly. my normal operating temperature. But see, that's a weird way to look at it. Cause it's still like this crazy rapey party drug thing to like 40% of the population. 
Well, but then there's that 50, 60% that's like, yeah, I smoke weed every day while I'm at work. It makes me more tolerant of people. It makes me happier. It makes life better. It makes my body feel stronger, like whatever, right? It, it, look at look at what – I mean, I, I know you're not a big into this podcast, but Rogan. Joe Rogan is a huge advocate for marijuana when he does jiu-jitsu. When he is about to do a podcast, it puts him into a mental state that allows him to be able to hit these flows. He, he talks about it really well, so I bring him up. But Terrence McKenna, you know, he feels that there is a uh, an underlying fabric of nature that you can access, you know, through the use of these hallucinations. Hamilton through, Souther, it puts you everybody. in a state for meditative relaxation or our, our wonderful shaman that we interviewed or, a couple yeah. weeks ago yeah no, and i mean like this we shouldn't get too add about this but you brought up the the epileptic thing the, uh, when you have foundations like the epilepsy foundation coming out and supporting the rights of patients and families living with seizures and epilepsy to access physician directed care including the weed stuff the weed stuff that's written by philip m gatone the president and CEO of the Epilepsy Foundation. Yeah. And it's it's not just uh, – they're finding that CBD um, – Right. Cannabidiol. Can, can, cannabidiol. 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 Thank you. There you go. When you when you slow it down, you can actually say it. Cannabidiol. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, so it, they're finding that high CBD strains – are really, really effective in managing seizures. We're and going back to that. people that have children that have seizures and whatnot, you know this. You know this firsthand. You've seen it, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. I need to tell more people about that. Yes. So at Charlotte's Web is this new strain that they – well, they talked about all this in the that suit, the Gupta 60 minutes. Sure. The whole documentary, and the, the but, trials and everything that they're. Yeah. But these are these are legit studies that are going on and saying, hey, we want to actually put this stuff into, you know, federal attention so that way we can get this stuff just right back out there. Because it's can... such a pain to get all of the schedule one credentials to go ahead and do the research. Absolutely. Look at how long it's taken maps. To be able to get themselves, you know, through the red tape. Just and a to- lot of that's not even here. They ha- You have to go to other countries because you want to do this research. It's going to benefit people. Like, stop saying you can't. That's well, stupid. and that's where most of the good studies are coming from Spain and, you know, yeah. uh, everywhere Because they've else. realized it. <laughs> but it doesn't stop it. It doesn't stop the research. We are a global network now. We have the internets. And we have the Epilepsy Foundation doing more support now because they want to get into this research. They said that they're going to call on the Drug Enforcement Administration to implement a lesser schedule for marijuana so that it can be more easily accessible for medical research, which is something we've been saying since day freaking one on this show. Right. Reschedule it first, and then (laughs) let's see what we can do. But the first thing, if you're going to be federal dicks about it, you have to reschedule it. Otherwise, But, But the drug czar's hands are tied. He can't do anything until the FDA says something. Well, this that, will according help. to this moratorium, like he he says, I can't. In a recent, you know, back and forth debate he was having on the Senate floor, I think it was Senate, it could be Congress, I don't know, but he was debating this uh, Democrat from Tennessee. I think we didn't we talk about this? We didn't talk about this. I I know this is a small tangent, but he was basically saying that there is policy in in force saying that he cannot look at it as a medical right. benefit. Unless the FDA approves it, unless another federal entity that is in the and chain, the FDA he can't won't even do that until the DEA reschedules it. So, well, the president at this point, it's not even that the, they need to. Just, yeah, but it, really, they should reschedule it. Uh, they're also <laughs> supporting appropriate changes to state laws to increase access to medical marijuana as a treatment option for epilepsy, including pediatric use, as supported by a treating physician. Uh, supporting the inclusion of epilepsy as a condition that uses medical marijuana as a treatment option where it is currently available and supporting research on multiple forms of cannabis and seizures, which is awesome. This needs to be hit like on all fronts, epilepsy and cancer. And like all of these foundations need to get together and be like, look, this is important. It is. It really is. But, you know, we can talk about it first. 
<laughs> it's coming out there though, man. It's more and more of this stuff is happening. So what right? is this bill you threw in the docs? This is kind of interesting. Congress.gov, uh, beta.congress.gov. The bill is four zero four six HR four zero four six unmuzzle the drug czar act of 2014. Okay. Yeah. This is what I was just talking about. Okay. So what people, it needs signatures. What, what does it need? What is, uh, basically since this dude went out on record and saying that it, bringing this, this really, really large oversight, this is a movement, uh, uh, a yeah, I think that there's a resolution to basically say that he can. Okay. So to strike provisions that prohibit the director of office, national drug policy from studying the legalization of marijuana. Ah. Uh, it requires the director to oppose any attempt to legalize marijuana and for other purposes. Right. That's the, the, so they want to change that so he can speak. Yeah. So he just needs to strike this provision. You know, that's the biggest thing. There's some some weird wording in this bill that basically says legally, I can't do shit guys. And so it sounds like when he said that there's this, now it's coming up in Congress. Okay. So 113th Congress. Yeah. So it's coming up to strike this provision. All right. Well, awesome. everyone should look for that. When yeah, it let's see where this goes. Sure that it happens. It's saying here, February 11th, 2014, Mr. Cohen introduced the following bill, which was referred to the Committee on Oversight and Government Reform. And in addition to the Committees on Energy and Commerce in the Judiciary. My God, this is all like legally speak. It's for for a period to be subsequently... Determined by the speaker. Okay. Basically, it's coming forth. So there's a bill. Good. There's a bill. HR 4046. It's got to go through Congress. Then it's got to go through Senate. And then it hits. I don't know. We're talking. This could take a while. (laughs) So we'll see. All right. Hey, a a while ago on the show, we did this thing in Missoula, and we talked to the guy from Oaksterdam University. And then after that, a while after that, uh, they got like I think they got raided and shut down for a while, and then what? They opened back up again. I'm um, not sure exactly when they opened back up, but they are open. And you were looking into this because what? They're having some sort of military veteran type of uh, program. As any, as any good veteran, you always ask for a military discount. <laughs> <laughs> uh, essentially, uh, I feel like a dick about it a lot fighters. of times, but. It's, uh, yeah, they basically, this is another thing about vets, uh, 22 military veterans killing themselves every day. Cannabis university trains vets to grow, sell and advocate pot medicine. So this is a school, you know, yeah, Oaksterdam, Oaksterdam, yeah. the wonderful Oaksterdam. They're bringing, um, the freedom, freedom fighters of Oaksterdam in, and they're basically offering what four or five seats per, uh, session or per semester. How did they set it up? Different. Workshop. I think it's all workshop based. Yeah, it's, so, it's a scholarship. Uh, it treats the veterans to the basic program, which includes training in the history of cannabis prohibition, politics and laws, as well as a step-by-step instruction on how to open a dispensary. Hey, Hands-on hey. lab uh, training, plant horticulture. And then upon graduation from the basic program, organization is helping to assist in job placement and also helping to work change the laws. But of course, that's where it is legal. Uh, California, pretty much. Yeah. Oaksterdam admits former soldiers, regardless of whether they were honorably or dishonorably discharged, veterans also receive a 25% discount on all Oaksterdam classes they take. Hey, hey. So that's pretty cool. Hey, hey. Uh, this gives them the opportunity to get employed and take care of themselves, both emotionally and physically. I just want to learn how to open up a dispensary up in Montana. How do I do that? I just talked to Ian. Yeah, I guess. Can we do Ed that? Rosenthal, that's the guy we had on the show a while ago. That that guy is uh he's an interesting character. Is he? I, I thought it would be a cool idea to go down there and like check it out and uh, do a documentary on, on Oaksterdam and he thought that would that was a pretty good idea. He's got some uh, I I was perusing his site the other day and watching some of the uh videos he's got in his video section mm-hmm. and the first one was one of those Fox News where they were scoffing <laughs> nice. kind of like oh they're at a pot university and it was yeah. just really like higher know. learning derp 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 <laughs> yeah uh, they say so far nine veterans have completed the training through Freedom Fighters which is currently the only <clears throat> scholarship program Oaksterdam has uh, they say that since Oaksterdam is strictly tuition and donor funded, scholarships are limited to four people per semester, uh, and, and they are looking for volunteers to help extend the program. 
All uh, videos specific to the scholarship fund is in the works. It will feature the stories of veterans and the relationships with the cannabinists. Call me, man. If you want to go skiing, we can open up a, a hub yeah. up here. A winter retreat. Yeah. Winter, winter cannabis, re- Oaksterdam, Montana retreat. Well, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you should reach out to them uh, on behalf of yourself, the veteran, and the show and uh, make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's in San Francisco, though. Yeah, I know that. That's that's like it's a really Oakland, really yo. far. It's in Oakland, Oaksterdam, Oakland, Oakland. Amsterdam. Sorry, it's like right next door. Oakland it's... and Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, uh, Jersey going to decriminalize the possession of small amounts of cannabis for medicinal and recreational use, except what? not. Hold on, say that New again. Jersey, not New Jersey. No, guys. this is actually the states of Jersey. But what's awesome is if you go and look at the recent signatures, a lot of them are actually from New Jersey. <laughs> That's awesome. But hey, either way. Support. Backdoor support. Yeah. Either way, uh, they need to get 10,000 approximately. Uh, It says 2014 has seen governments all around the world rethink the laws on cannabis. The war on drugs is widely regarded as a huge failure across the planet, and a new approach is desperately needed. In Uruguay and the states of Washington and Colorado in the U.S., cannabis has been completely legalized and regulated by the government. Other countries are lining up to follow suit. In many other countries, cannabis has been decriminalized for years with no negative effect on society. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call on you, the states of Jersey, to allow possession of small amounts of cannabis, both for medicinal use, for those people suffering who desperately need it, and recreational use, to stop normal, otherwise law-abiding citizens gaining criminal records, which can ruin their lives far more than cannabis is ever likely to. So... so. Pretty cool. We'll put a link to it in the show notes, hotboxpodcast.com. You can check it out if you want to shine it, especially if you're from New Jersey in the U.S. Yeah. Just, <laughs> anyway, just throw go up there and sign up. Yeah. It doesn't throw it out there. Any way to make it easier for everybody to help the movement? Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, Oregon. Let's talk about this. They uh, The state has posted the FAQ on dispensaries. I thought this was kind of interesting. I have here the PDF for the medical marijuana dispensary program. Uh, So these these are their most frequently asked questions. I don't know if this was like taken by a survey or if people are actually calling them and asking Mm -hmm. these questions and they made a list of the most frequently asked ones or if this is just made up. It's got to be doctors, man. Um, Because if it's got to be like, hey – I, it's have very you ever basic, heard right? of like, this marijuana's plant? And you know, can I get? I keep seeing billboards for dispensaries. What is a medical marijuana facility, aka dispensary? Uh, a facility registered by the Oregon Health Authority, which is allowed to receive marijuana <clears throat> or immature marijuana plants and transfer that marijuana to a patient or a patient's caregiver if the patient or caregiver has an Oregon Medical Marijuana Program card. And then who can receive the card? You know, who can receive the marijuana? Uh, Where may they be located? Which is awesome. I like this. Okay. Dispensaries in Oregon must be located in an area zoned for commercial, industrial, or mixed use or as agricultural land. Uh, you may not be located within a thousand feet from a school or another registered dispensary, and may not be at an address registered with OMMP as a grow site. So you can't sell and grow from the same site. Which uh, is dumb. Local government agencies may have additional restrictions, and applicants should communicate with those local agencies when deciding where to locate a dispensary. What type of schools do dispensaries need to be away from? A. Private or public schools, primary, secondary, or career schools. Primary. Like, basically, just, this is, it's... Any school. Any school at all. Because when you put weed at school, it gets smarter, and then you're fucked. It's uh, how inconvenient... It's just a silly thing. I I think it's a very silly... That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. How will you know if the location you have chosen for your dispensary is a thousand feet from a school or a thousand feet from a registered dispensary? It's only a thousand feet, man. That's not that far. That's like, a- go outside and look. Do you <laughs> see another dispensary or a school? <laughs> but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, who who are they helping with this information? Who was asking these questions? Is this what they thought people 
Like, that's why I thought was, was silly about it. it. It's, I don't know. It's, hey, is it more, legit? More, are, are you down with I'm, this? I'm okay with it. Okay. It's, yeah, I am. People need the information, I guess. FAQs help. Yeah, no, Frequently I get asked that. questions just, help. I mean, this it's is. It's a very weird, it's like, it, it just seemed weird to me. I don't know. Maybe think about right. if you were I'm to go tired. into a doctor, <laughs> if you were to go into a doctor and you were to try and like, even though you know all about the movement. It's like, what What would you say if you saw a billboard for it? And you're like, wait a minute. This this stuff was like bad a week ago. It's like when you follow like whether or not aspartame is good for you or not. Like one week. Well, aspartame, aspartame is always, is always, always amazingly bad, but, good for you. <laughs> no, but the studies on eggs or milk, you know what sure. I mean? It's like one week they're good for you. The next week they're bad for right, you. It's like right, yeah, yeah. if you don't have weed in your sphere of mental energy uh, that we do, uh, then yeah, it's, it's a right. weird thing. So, I mean, you, you would ask a weird question. Right. It's okay, okay. Man, wake up. Wake right. up a little bit. We'll, we'll make some brownies after this, man. Okay. I'll make some butter. What is the process for approval? Do I need to notify the authority? If it, okay, so it's, it's just a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, fees and everything. Uh, um, what's the fee? $500 fee is non-refundable. Uh yeah, four thousand dollar fee will be required along with the online application. That's if you want to apply for a dispensary. May I operate a mobile dispensary or deliver to patients? Nope. Why? Because no mobile services are allowed, including but not limited to farmer markets, drive-through, and mobile dispensaries. Any transfer of marijuana to or from a dispensary must take place at the registered address of the dispensary. So we can't take it to a farmer's market. No, how dare. I can't take it to a concert and sell it. What? So wait, I can't take it to my son's school and sell it. But they have such a good market. I thought this was Merca. Merca. I want to sell to you those guys. Are young selling and... Snicker bars and Coca Cola in there? What's up? But yet the numbers went down when they legalized. Yeah, okay. Man, when they went medical, the numbers of teen use went down. That's what they keep forgetting. The actual numbers. Do you see that? I, I watched that Code of the West the other day. And so I have that stat in my head mm-hmm. from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From when they legalized in 2002 for medical use. You know what? Use, like, from dropped. watching that, like watching the safe community, safe kids people just like. You should have. You have first hand experience of seeing. Those people are so fucking crazy. Fox News. Fox I can't News. Those people have kids and are raising kids. They're going to be just as crazy as they are. Hopefully not. Hopefully the kids will have found the internet at some point and Reddit will have told them better. But the children. <laughs> Who will think of the children? Fuck the children. Whoa, Bill. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. All right. This bill uh, in Tennessee. Is this Tennessee? Yeah. This is what I was talking about earlier. When it gets personal for people. And it's uh, wh- who is it here? Uh, the the representative Gloria Johnson. It was like her dad that had this uh, difficulty, and he died eventually. But uh, these seizures are are being you know very slowed by weed, and she she wants to make sure that nobody has to suffer like her father. But then the governor, he's like, uh, yeah, no, I don't think it has a realistic chance of passing this year. They asked him. He was like, yeah, no. Sorry. That's all good. I'm sorry. I clicked on the link. and yeah, She says, it's just tragic to watch somebody you love in that kind of pain. Uh, She's a Democrat out in Knoxville. They call it the suicide pain because so many people who have it, there's nothing you can do about it, and they end up doing something permanent. Doctors use prescription opiates to give her father some relief. Uh, She said you would have to knock him out for it to help at all. Even when he was knocked out, you could see him rise up from the pain. Medical marijuana was never an option for him, but she's hoping that it will be for others. If it were legal, my dad would never have been able to use that. Or my dad would have been able to use it if it was legal. Nope, not going to happen So she's co-sponsoring a bill in the House. It has a companion bill in the Senate, but the proposal has met some resistance. Quote, there's such a stigma attached to this. When you talk to people on both sides of the aisle, they say, I think I can support it. But they're a little leery of putting their name on it. Yeah, it's th- that political capital we were talking about the other day. Toe yeah, that party after line, watching, yo. Yeah, just watch House of Cards. <laughs> I know. While I you're know. smoking weed. And I then know. you completely understand why this shit's still it's illegal. Such a it's still illegal. Clusterfuck shit show. Yeah. I'm amazed that anyone's getting anything done there. 
Besides patting themselves on the backs, jerking themselves off, and like going on vacations. Oh, and blast-proofing your townhouse. That's Congress. Blast-proofing of townhomes are happening. Shh. That's fine. This bill, it's very strict. Uh, The bill says medical marijuana would only be available to people diagnosed with certain medical conditions, cancer, glaucoma, multiple sclerosis, same uh, up here, pretty much. Positive status for HIV, acquired immune deficiency syndrome, hepatitis C, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, Crohn's disease, post-traumatic stress disorder, or Alzheimer's. Bill states a person would have to be an approved participant in a program that requires an ID and a prescription. Supporters also add that most people would not smoke the marijuana. Instead, they would take it in pill form. Hmm. Pill form? So Interesting. or... Yeah, where like... are they getting those pills from? Well, I'm just wondering, would they prefer to take it as Marinol, or you can get the or stamp extract, right? Yeah, extract. I'm pills. guessing. Oh man, I started doing the already been hmm. vaped pills. Yeah, like you take your vaped weed and put them in capsules. What? That's an interesting ride, homie. What? Oh my goodness! Yeah, already been vaped weed. You either. You and then you just all eat kinds it? of stuff with it. Yeah, yeah, you just swallow it. You're fucking high. I guess that is always, but let's be <laughs> come, clear come about home, this. You're high. If you, no, this is another. <laughs> really? Look it up, man. Look I did not up. know just that Google because that the shit. the vape decarboxylates it. So when you ingest it, it actually has an effect. Absolutely. It uh, it get already it already out. opens up. It's Kyle, a little flower of wisdom. Get the fuck and out! Are you no, fucking I serious? I want to give you a high five because it's is that it's, better than smoking it in tobacco afterwards? Because that's all it's really good for. It it's still. I think that it. This is fuck, an easier way for edibles, man. It's the same type of high as edibles. You you're just toss it. it in a capsule and just pop it. You don't have to constantly capsule it, but if you want, you just to. like take it out of the vape and just. Ch- Chug it? I, I mean, can. I'm just you trying can. to picture. Absolutely. I've made a awesome peanut butter uh, and honey sandwich. Oh, you put it on and food. then I you can I do was that. Like you picture can do that. you just eating it out of the vape stem. No, just... I've done that a few times. <laughs> like because an animal, it's toasted. Just like... No, it's toasted. It's like it's like potato That's chips. True, right? It's like it it's tasty. Toasted. It feels good. Do you want your sub put toasted? Little, put a little salt on it, or no? <gasps> throw it on ice cream. Throw it on ice cream. Huh. Could you top brownies with it? <laughs> Anything you want. It's already right. had its little magical flower open. Are the roommates listening to this show? If you guys are listening, you should warm up the vape. Warm up the vape. We'll but no, it's something to do. Don't toss it. Or do- That's if you can smoke I've been it, just throwing it. it in my tobacco tin and then just like rolling it with the tobacco. It's a pretty harsh hit when you smoke it. I've already been vaped weed. but Well, it's... you're not smoking it straight. I'm mixing it with, with your Your cancer stuff's. Yeah, all yeah. the cancers. All the cancers. But you, you are doing a nice 50-50 ratio. So it, it's curing and killing at the same time. All right. Uh, we got to kind of start getting this thing wrapped up. Okay. Maryland, if you're in Maryland, don't expect uh, any medical marijuana programs for at least 18 more months. So um, that kind of sucks. If you live in Maryland. Well, I... I, I yeah, I can see that it sucks right now, but 18 months isn't too long of a wait. And I yeah. see that I personally see that, you know, the defederalization or the new scheduling is going to happen pretty soon. I I don't know. Yeah, that I, would I probably hate predicting these, future these you know, things, but it's there's enough. And they say even with on. that much time is by no means certain that the program will get off the ground. That's Dr. Paul Davies, a pain relief specialist who gets mad bank from big pharma. Probably. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just guessing yeah. uh, if a pain relief specialist, if he's like any of the ones around here, <laughs> you know, uh, which way is the dollar? What do you guys swing? want? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to see which way the dollar swings. Sure. And, and then I ride think that boat, absolutely. ride that pony. Speaking of uh, entrepreneurs trying to ride the dollar. Do you see this girl scout? Yeah. <laughs> the girl scout, this That's little girl started awesome. selling cookies outside the cannabis clinic. You know what Francisco? I like even more than that was that, on Twitter, the uh, Girl Scouts of Colorado, <laughs> they said, uh, if you were wondering, we don't allow our Girl Scouts to sell cookies in front of marijuana shops or liquor stores well, slash this, bars. The beautiful <laughs> thing about all this was it, it was a mother trying to teach her daughter. Like This is expo- not exposing to the negatives, but 
showing her that there is like, look, those people are totally nice. Yeah, they're it's not all good evil, here. rapey this. monsters. They're, you're gonna make mad bank if you do this. Right. Like, one teaching her a nice sense of entrepreneurial self, and uh, two seeing that there's not this negative stigma that or that, that you can look beyond the taboo and see what's really going on. I think it's awesome. I think it's wonderful. Girl Scouts, you should organize and and create a new cookie with the weed stuffs in it and you can kind of whoa yeah whoa yeah, get this shit going give Why? me an edible cookie Fuck the girl scouts we should do that <laughs> instead of a bakery sorry i didn't just say fuck the girl scouts but like don't you, give them that idea like we they should know, make well, yeah hey, i'm fine with it i just want to I'm fine with putting it out there. Put it out there them. to an empire, and maybe we can, can we get pitch a finder's that to the sharks on Shark Tank. Shark Tank. I like Shark Tank. Weedable, weedables. Sharks. We'll call it Weedables. We- <laughs> you have to have the dumbest name if you're going to be on Shark Tank, because they're going to take 5% of your biz either way. So Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It'll get national attention. That is true. Global attention. All right. Well, anything else? I think that's it. It's time to make some fucking brownies because i'm hungry thanks for listening guys email info at hotboxpodcast.com if you got any questions comments concerns or you can leave your voice on 406-204-4687 all the links everything we talk about is always on hotboxpodcast.com in the show notes for each episode but the easiest way if you use an android phone check out beyond pod or stitcher and you get new episodes that way, just subscribe there or in iTunes. And if you're in iTunes, give us a rating review. We appreciate that. You know who I want to hear from, dude? I, I really want to hear from growers. growers. I want to I get a grower's voice in here other than my, my own. Yeah, that would be interesting. We've never really sense. focused do, that much on growing on this show. It's always been like policy and, and bullshit. Man, I just started getting lost into a Fogponics YouTube frenzy, and I just I kind of want to talk All about right, it. Thoughts so. on Fogponics or any other growing types, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it online, and then we'll talk about it on the show. That'll be good. Awesome. All right, well, we'll catch you guys next week. Check out the site, and uh, we'll talk to you online. We got a Twitter account, Facebook page, and Google Plus community, so many ways to contact the show. Uh, other than that, have a great weekend. Stay safe. Watch your backs, and we'll see you next week. Peace. If you like, you we, like we, this, we, this where, is where you, you need to, to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be.